forever. Dog. Lifestyles of the famous and the dead. This week on the podcast, Richie Tankersley Q6, Starstruck. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are talking about the book Starstruck by Richie Tankersley Cusick. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic cover. <laughs> 10 out of 10 cover. Got a girl so good. in a bikini, in a pool, in an inner tube in a pool, leaning back like upside down over the inner tube. Yeah. And her sunglasses are reflecting yeah. a creepy figure. Really cool. Great cover. Really cool. And it looks so, it's a little warm today. So it looks very inviting. Tis. Yeah. Uh, the book, mm. less, less cool. Less cool. <laughs> less iconic. Less iconic. Um, at least it doesn't waste any time for us having to spend any more time with that terrible sister. Indeed. <laughs> that sister's a bitch. Yeah. Like, never gives the main character a break. Never. It, like, it, as soon as, like, you're allowed to tease your sister, and then as soon as she goes, no, I know, I'm so fucking stupid for entering this contest, then you go, oh, I was just kidding. It's like, you know, why shouldn't you enter it? Ever? Like, Yep. <laughs> but the fact that she doesn't let up, she's like, no, yeah, you're a stupid fucking idiot. Yeah, and she's like, and th- even if you do win, that guy's a major creep, and you're not gonna, like... And like, you'll never, like, like you think that they're going to put you in a movie. You're, like, fucking hideous. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking delusional if you think that you'll be in a movie. And then she gets there and everybody is, like, nothing but complimentary. Well, to the yeah, point where I was like, thing. oh, I didn't realize she was pretty. I thought she was ugly as a dog. <laughs> <That> sister <laughs> really has her, like, uh, her self-esteem down. Yeah, because she's like, you're disgusting and ugly and the sister's like yeah it's true but then she gets there and everyone's like you have such a you need to wear a skimpy bikini at all times you have a banging body everybody's checking her out everybody's in love with her this um, is very wish fulfillment on for the reader are you freaking kidding me like if i had read this as a teenager i would have been eating this shit up me too me too i mean because imagine right like you're you win this contest it's like win a date with todd hamilton vibes yes <laughs> but, but then murder. but with murder and you get there and like not only is he hot but his like really hot his chauffeur. best friend chauffeur is hot and he's also in love with you immediately wow. yeah also okay <laughs> let's describe this man not the main character not the not the <laughs> oh, famous nick man. nick who is extremely tan with white blonde hair okay Mm-hmm. <laughs> white blonde shoulder length feathery hair hmm okay and also dressed like a goose insane okay <laughs> hold on because i took a screenshot because i was like what is happening here okay now i'm getting here to see the why did i take a screenshot of this okay a tall young man somewhere in his early to mid 20s baggy black pants cut off just below his knees a rumpled white dress shirt, red socks, orange tennis shoes, and a chauffeur's cap. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why are you doing this? That's so ugly. And then on top of that, extremely tan, shoulder length, white blonde hair, feathery. Insane. No way. <laughs> I can't have no it. No way, Jose. No way, Jose. Um, but she's like, wow, I am so attracted to this guy. I'm like, I guess to each their own. I'm going to guess yuck your underneath yum. the clothes, he's extremely hot. But Well, yeah, that's the thing, right? Because he's like, like, he's like built and whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's that going for him, I guess. And then Byron, which of course his name is Byron. Are you kidding? Yeah. Uh. Well, do you want to read the back of the book before we get any further? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ah, good reads. What is the book we're talking? Starstruck. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just Googling it. Starstruck, Richie. Really? Zero results? Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I just also like it. So this this description from Goodreads is like very little, but it is kind of funny. 
I'm going to include. Oh, okay. their, I have like, the back of the book in front of me and I'll okay. read it after. Okay. You read it after. Okay. So I have from the mistress of Gothic horror comes a romantic <laughs> suspense story of the rich and infamous with starstruck. Cusick has written a thriller featuring an aspiring actress no, no. Whose greatest role? No. <laughs> Maybe mm-hmm. keeping herself alive during a glamorous photo shoot? No. What? At a famous actor's luxurious and deadly mansion. What the fuck is this? That's so wrong. That is wrong all over. All over. That's it? Yeah. Wow, that is not the plot of the book. Uh-uh. <laughs> all right. Here's the actual back of the book. If looks could kill. Miranda Peterson is thrilled to win a magazine contest to meet hunky actor Byron Slater and maybe land the part of the romantic interest in his next action-packed movie. What could be better than a week on a glamorous estate being fussed over by photographers, stylists, and reporters? So what if there are two other girls competing for the same part? Byron's good looks and admiring eyes make her forget everything else. But the romantic Byron is also intensely private. Surrounded by agents, assistants, a driver, and a bodyguard, the young actor is well protected. For a reason. Dark secrets haunt the sun-drenched estate, and they seem to wrap Byron and anyone close to him in a shroud of danger. Suspicion and fear give way to the heat of Miranda's romance until a body appears in the estate's hot tub. Huh? Huh? That doesn't... Wait. Huh? Is that... Is that... What's her name? Peg? Peg? It's like the very so. end of the book. The acting is over and the terror has just begun. That's not okay. how it starts at all. No. It starts with a tiger. Named There's a tiger Simba. on the loose named Simba. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Well, really at least it wasn't as wrong as the Goodreads one. Yeah, no, the Goodreads one was extremely incorrect. Um, But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's... Uh, by I will say <laughs> I was surprised by by who the killer was. I was too. To the point where I, I think didn't see it that coming. Is, uh doesn't make any sense. No, to yes, to a point where I was like, <laughs> what? Huh? I mean, I guess like it kind of I mean, we there weren't enough seeds planted, I think. Like it was just way too out of left field. I know that he was like, Well, I have to keep going on these like trips to Europe to like calm down because there's like too much going on but really i guess they're just sending him there because he's like unstable Mm -hmm. so there's that Mm -hmm. but to me that kind of seems it just (sighs) a little bit my biggest problem with Mm. it is that byron is so lovely yeah he's like pretty normal is a creeper yeah nick nick's really gotta learn but that's the same time she's kind of being like but do i want it (laughs) And I was like, I don't know, do you? Yeah. Be clear. But he's like really, I mean, it's supposed to be banter. Yeah. But Byron is like such a nice guy. I don't understand where she like stomps away from him that first night. Oh, yeah. He's like, well, now that I've told you my secret, I should probably definitely choose you for the contest because like, otherwise you could tell everyone. And she blows that way out of proportion. She's like, you think that like, I you would think I would you? ever? Nah, you I think I want this? It's like you are a huge fan and absolutely wanted to meet him. You are, yeah. You were like in love with him. Yeah. What are you? Like you did you this thing. At? I mean, I know your friends like convinced you to do it, but like you also you did this contest with the hopes that you would win. And like the prize is that you get to hang out for a week with a star. Like I wouldn't want to like, do really that. Really obviously joking. Yeah. So it just doesn't. It was like this yeah. obstacle between them that I was just irritated by. Yeah. Same. Um. But like, yeah. He he was just he was so so like well adjusted. I guess he, maybe he was faking it. He's an actor after all. Well, I mean, apparently. How do you know he's not acting with you, Lindsay? No, he would never. <laughs> Not with me. It's different with me. Also, that's really stupid, too. Like, I always thought that that criticism of, like, how do you know that they're not acting with you if they're an actor? Because, like, lying is different from acting. Yeah. Like, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I guess if they're, like, a sociopath. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) A sociopath actor. Mm Mm-hmm. Like Jared Leto. Yeah. Star of Morbius. (laughs) Your favorite movie. (laughs) My favorite movie, Morbius. Best movie um, ever made. 
the best movie that's ever been made in the past 10 years. Uh, just kidding. It was the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so he, he seems like very normal and well-adjusted and like pretty nice. And all of a sudden at the end of the book, he's like, come here, little girl. And I was like, what's happening? <laughs> like, yeah. This turn is so that- weird. The whole book is like he's a he's got this crazed fan who he's sort of calling starstruck because that's how they referred to themselves yes. a couple of times, like not name wise, but that's what they are, and and has supposedly been like really afraid, and these things are happening. Like somebody let the tiger out of its cage. Somebody pushes a statue over into the pool onto Miranda. Somebody drugs Miranda. Um, Somebody tampers with his car and they almost go over the edge of like Mulholland Drive or something. Somebody, instead of a corsage, gives her a heart, like an actual (laughs) heart, a bloody heart. Did you think it was cheesy that they had to wear corsages? I thought it was cheesy that they were dressed like prom to go to a club at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I thought like it was he's wearing so a full-on tuxedo at a club. Yeah. Okay. What also, year is this? Remember 1945? when we read? <laughs> yeah. When remember when we read that book that was like I forget. Uh, oh, a Secret Admirer. No, mm-hmm. fan mail. Fan mail. Where oh, the one where she she got a part, she's like a high school student. She got a part in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. And that one, it was like the author was like, I really want to make sure everyone knows that I know how the industry works. Yes. Right. This one, and this one, not concerned. About no concern. Like the the way also, that they're like, like everything is so like classic Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, like Rat Pack funny. era. Yeah, like nineteen forties, nineteen forties. Yeah, 1940s Hollywood. It's so like they're like, listen, babe, you're gonna make it in this town because you've got the look. See, and she's like, yeah. but I'm simply a high school student. Um. <laughs> And then also, and he's okay, got, he's got a, a fashion designer with him at all times who is French oh and her God. name is Zena and oh she God, wears a Zena, turban. And the way Zena like talks too, she's like, yes, she's like, you will be a wonderful star. It's true. All like, like she, she's like, you stick with Zena. Zena will make you a fabulous star with this figure. You should be wearing uh, only bikinis. And she's like, but I can't <laughs> like, I wear will, bikinis. I will outfit you in Zena originals. Oh yeah, she was like, she's like, lucky you, never been Natural. one before, one of a kind. Um, I also thought it was like, okay, kind of jumping off of their wearing prom dresses to this club, which I no. did laugh at Joe, like because Zena says like, and all of you have a festive frock in your oh, closet, yeah. and Joe's like, oh, I've always wanted a festive frock. I'll see you later in your festive frocks. Like I found Joe genuinely funny. Oh, I liked Joe. I think Joe made the best use of her time mm-hmm. there. A, she was not, I was so glad it was not Joe, the murderer. Me too. I was but glad Joe, it wasn't like fat girl is jealous of. Yes. And like Joe secretly was being a, his biggest fan. Yes. Joe was being a little bit too hot on herself body image wise, like to yes. a point where like it but was. At least the other characters weren't. No, the other characters weren't. It was one of those things where like it's probably pretty exhausting to be her friend at times because she's mm-hmm. like constantly like, oh, well, you know, me and Miss Whale over on the shore. And it's like, yeah, she's like, I don't Literally know, no one's tell that. how I look. Like, I can't even find myself under my eight chins. Yeah, the eight chins like, comment. I was like, Joe, fucking stop. You've probably got like, maybe like, you're like 10 pounds over average, maybe. Yeah, you have what? Like three chins? Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> but she it was it was just like like it was too much i was like stop joe seriously yeah it's being it's a little annoying yeah um where it's like you're just saying this so that i'll tell you you're just not. so that i'll tell you you're not but it's so funny because because miranda does not say no like miranda's just like hmm. <laughs> i was like miranda that's not true miranda compliments her like crazy and tells her it's not true all the time no but there's like a point where she gives up so like there's oh well yeah because you have to <laughs> You have to. At what point? Luke it's going to be forever. Because she was like, you're beautiful. What are you talking about? That's yeah. not true. You should And she's this. like, well, under my eight chins. And Miranda's like, well, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So like, I def- I was like, yeah, sorry. I'm on your side, Miranda. Yeah. Like, just yeah. like, don't acknowledge. Like, what do you expect her to do? Because you can't just keep doing it forever and ever. You can't. Yeah. And you I can't did constantly like. constantly be assuaging somebody's ego. No. 
And I, I did but like Joe that. Joe seemed cool. She did. I did like that Ricky, Ch- Ricky Tinkers with Cusick too. It was clear that Ricky, Richie thought that she was beautiful. Cause like, she was like, oh, she was like resplendent in this like green gown that like matched her eyes. So yeah, it wasn't was, like, stunning. Yeah. Or- yeah. Um, but she probably had the best time there. Like, what is she? She just plays ping pong she, like, plays with ping the pong agent. With his agent, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goes swimming, eats shrimp. Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Love it. Good for Joe. Yeah, just had a lovely time. Gets free clothes. Yeah. At no point did I think that it was Kelly. The like, no, me neither. The like, bitch that wins. Like, there's like three girls that win basically. Joe. Our main character, Miranda, and then this bitch, Kelly, who, like, they're being Joe a little bit too Joe was entered in the too. contest as a friend, or uh, as a joke by her friends. Yes. So she doesn't even she doesn't think... Care. Yeah, she doesn't even like him. She's like, I'm just here to, like, go to California <laughs> on vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kelly's, like, mean to them from the get-go. She won't even talk to them. She just wants to, like, be famous or, like, fuck Byron or something. I don't know what she wants. Both. Um. <laughs> But they're kind of mean to her. They're just like, mm, she's gotten a lot of plastic surgery. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, maybe she did. Who well, cares? I guess it's it's that thing. Like, if well, if somebody's mean to you, then like everything's fair game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. If they're nice, you'd be like, they can do whatever they want to their bodies. Exactly, exactly. If someone's mean to me, all bets are off, and I become completely toxic. Mm-hmm. But like, if someone's nice or whatever, then I'm like, okay, they're like, they're so beautiful, they're so lovely, they're so yeah, this. I'll defend their. I'll defend their rights. Yes. To the ends of the earth. To the ends of the earth. Um, but if I don't like them, then everything about them I psychoanalyze. <laughs> yeah, everything's on the table to make fun of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh so so they they show up and oh oh, this is the thing that I wanted to talk about that I got distracted from. The part that really drove me crazy is so they arrive to the club in a limo. Mm-hmm. And there are paparazzi there. And one of them says, oh, look, a limo. They must be famous. <laughs> and instantly starts interviewing them and trying to get autographs. And snapping photos. And and Kelly does and give them autographs. Them. Yeah. Which, like, I know that, like, in that time, this was before the paparazzi, like, kind of calmed down. And even still, they're kind of bad. But, like, this was, like you know pre us under like being empathetic towards britney spears like paparazzi um but they wouldn't be that stupid to think that three teenage girls in prom dresses exiting a limousine are famous because it seems like they're going to prom yeah they're wearing corsages (laughs) they're wearing corsages and prom dresses and none of them are recognizable and they're like what movie are you in to kelly who is not in any movies Mm mm-hmm like, I just don't think that they would be that stupid. Well, if it's like, no. If it's no. like a bunch of fans, it's just like, it didn't actually resemble a, a Hollywood scene. Like, there aren't always just like fans waiting outside clubs. <laughs> no. At least not anymore. Maybe that's like a, a 1996 era. way of <laughs> life. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, no, pretty dumb, pretty like, just like making stuff up about what it must be like. Yeah. And they're like him getting treated like the Beatles after. Yeah. <laughs> like nobody's, nobody's mobbing anyone. To yeah, people this don't degree. mob them. Well, I don't know. I'm picturing like Harry Styles or something like someone that is so A-list, so like hot right now. Well, that's actually what I was going to say is this. It's sort of more musician yeah that's a musician Wait, like, vibe it's not really hollywood movie star yeah um so i'm trying to picture okay let's see who's super a- like timothy chalamet super mm-hmm. a-list nobody's like gonna fucking mob him like <laughs> no because i mean they get almost trampled to death yeah after they leave this club i am gonna be honest with you i skimmed that part because it was long and I was like, it goes on for, for pages so and pages. Long. Yes. Until eventually, like, the story is that Miranda gets separated from everyone, almost gets trampled, and Starstruck stabs Harley, the bodyguard, and um, and Byron. 
and Byron ends up in the hospital. But really, it's that Byron stabbed Harley. Yeah. He's been saying somebody's been stalking him, but like because he lost it or because he wants publicity? Yeah. Well, I think he... Like that's what Nick says at the end anyway. He says, this whole starstruck thing was just a stunt to keep the media attention focused on you. Yeah. So I guess it was just that he wanted to, he wanted like a Princess Diana thing. Yeah, I guess. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Okay, so let's talk about how busy he had to be because he was doing a lot. Yes. Because not only is he like doing press tours and like all that shit, on, so he's like doing normal actor work. Like, I guess he's not currently starring or shooting in anything. So he's like... No, he's currently shooting the movie that they're supposed to be in. Oh, Yeah. The one that <laughs> he she's is currently shooting. Okay, so he's shooting a movie. But like the script is being rewritten on the fly. Yes. He is also like doing press. He's also doing all of his little traps and tricks. Mm-hmm. Well, Richie which... Tangersley Cusick is our original busy villain. It's author. true. That's true. Okay, so the things he has to do are let a tiger out. <laughs> let a tiger out. He has to get a heart and like put the heart in a corsage box. Mm-hmm. He, has he has to, to be doing interviews mm-hmm. and filming. Oh, he has to like practice stunt driving, I assume. Well, like that, he's already done. Well, he already knows I guess. how to do like, that. Yeah, he's already good at that. So that one thing, he kind of, you know what I bet he did for that one? He was like, shit, I forgot to set up an evil trick or trap. So like, I'll just come up with something on the fly. I'm driving right now. I'll just like. I'll just jerk be, it around. Yeah, I'll be scary in the car. <laughs> so yeah, like, I'll just jerk my wheel around all of a sudden. Yeah, and he's like, oh my God, something's happening. And then like checks the tr- the uh, underneath the hood and it's like, oh, yeah. oh I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, oh no. Uh. And then, oh God, the car went over and now we can't prove anything. Oh no. Oh no. And then he has to stab Harley. He has to stab Harley, but like that's that's easy to do in the moment. Well, uh, it's not in really the any crowd. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That was another one that he was like in he could use the ad- the advantage of like the crowd being all like very Wild. excitable and mm-hmm. and like I feel like that maybe is another one that he was like oh, I did not come up with another trick or trap. So, I'll just oh, here's a steak this. knife. I'll just like stab I'll just stab Har- Harvey, Harley? Harley. Harley. Mm-hmm. And then like cut my belly. Yep. So that didn't take too much planning. No. And he I guess it's like pretty easy to like alert paparazzi that where he'd be so that oh so easy people would hear about it any kind of tip um he oh also in the middle of this too he's also like building a cabin oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah he keeps having to like sneak off with miranda in the middle of all of this oh yeah because he has to sneak off with miranda during this to like also like during the party the next day at the thing like a lot of sneaking off with miranda also, he keeps like passing, and, and this would be my dream as a child or like as a young reader, is that he like he keeps like passing her off to Nick when he's like done doing his sneaking around with her. He'll be like, "Nick's here. He'll take you back." Uh-huh. And I remember, I remember being like, like reading that and being like, if I were you know eleven and reading this, I'd be like, "Oh my god, I just have my pick of the litter, don't I?" <laughs> like it just seems so like what I lost my suitcase and they have to give me a new wardrobe. Oh no. I know. Oh, my God. Yes. Like a full makeover. Oh, my God. The part where she's like, 
oh, I don't have any clothes other than this skimpy, skimpy bikini. And then she has this like little wrap thing that like Nick like playfully takes away from her. And, and then he's, she's like, I guess without the wrap, you can see that my body's really banging. <laughs> I was like, oh my like, I God. I guess now that I'm wearing it, it does set off my figure to perfection. I know. I was like, okay. I mean, that's such wishful fulfillment. Like, I, yep. I, of course, reading that, I'd be like, wow, that would be a dream. Like, mm, this is a good book. <laughs> oh, he has to push a statue over on her. Yep. Because she's swimming. And, that, and that's he, smooth to then be like, oh, meet me down by the pool. Do you know yes, where it is? Because he already was there. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, she was there. Yeah. He's like, oh, exactly, exactly. And he has to like learn how to throw his voice because he like, oh, yeah. <laughs> when she's in the pool swimming, he's able to like talk in her ear, but not be near her. Be like, Miranda. Mm-hmm. She's like, what? Huh? And then push the statue over onto her. What are the other? Does he do anything else? I think that's it. He's definitely not busy like the librarian. No. But no, it's, no, no. it's just a, I don't know how he's sneaking away to do the things. From the other everyone fi- always from knows actor where he, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's shooting a movie mm-hmm. on top of like. Wait, so then he definitely for sure like knew about the contest from the get-go, right? Because he pretends like he didn't know it was happening. Hard to say. Does he know or does he just utilize? I think maybe he just maybe he just utilizes it. Yeah, he might just be really good at taking situations that are handed to him and using it for murder. <laughs> at the end of the book when it was like she comes to and she's in the cabin and then she sees like Nick on one side and Byron on that the was other. So, I truly, I was like, well, you got me, Miranda. Me too. Could be me either one. Which <laughs> she was like, I don't know which one it is. And I was like, honestly, I, I was could help. Nick. Yeah. Like mm, you're, you're on your own girl. I've and got no reader advice for you. Seriously. <laughs> and everything e- each of them said to her, I was like, yeah, it could be true. Checks out. Because they were like, he like like Byron did all this himself, and he's like, no, Nick was the one who knew about blah blah blah. blah. And I think the moment that I knew that it wasn't Nick was when, because because usually I feel like the killers when they're when they're pretending and they're like, oh, they knew about this. They they never act surprised by any information. Like they're always like they have an explanation for everything. So like when she was like, oh, I, which one of you gave me the heart or whatever, and or no Nick, uh, Byron's like and 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 Nick was the one who put the heart in your corsage box cuz he wanted to like freak you out or whatever yeah, cuz she never told him about the heart exactly and and Nick is like what are you talking about i don't i've never i don't even know what you're talking about whereas if he were the killer he would come up with some fucking fake shit and be like oh well the heart was like actually Byron because Byron did it yeah you know at least in the pattern of like Richie Tanker's like Q6 writing but like, here's, here's the, here's them going back and forth. And I truly was like, yeah, I could, sure, could be. Yeah. <laughs> he faked the whole thing. He killed Harley too, just to make it look like some crazy fan. And then he walked out of the hospital tonight. Right, Miranda. Listen to Nick. I killed my own bodyguard. And then I stabbed myself. I guess I'll do anything to get attention. And I was like, yeah, all right. And then yeah. Nick goes, he left the hospital. Don't you get it? And I'm like, I don't get it. What? And he says, <laughs> I left for a reason because it suddenly hit me while I was lying in that hospital bed. How Starstruck's voice had sounded so familiar to me on the phone, even though I could tell it was disguised. How it almost sounded like someone I remembered, someone I knew, like all those character voices Nick used to use in our drama class. And I was like, mm, he's got you there, Nick. Yes, me too. I was like, yeah, I guess so. And then Nick is like, he's lying, Miranda. He left the hospital the night to kill you. He killed Peg and now he needs you to play it out. There never was a starstruck. He did it for the publicity so everyone would feel sorry for him and sympathetic, but Peg wouldn't buy it. So he had to kill her to get her out of the way. And now you'll be starstruck's last victim. And I was like, oh, oh no. <laughs> like every moment, I'm like, oh gosh, wow. Yeah, I was like, wow, all this information that all is probably true. Yeah. Uh, does that make sense? My face is known all over the world. Do I need that kind of negative publicity? And I'm like, yeah, good point. Yes. I was like, I guess Byron isn't the killer. Yeah. I can see the headlines now. Byron Slater's girlfriend struck down by possessive fan. Did you really think you'd get away with this? And I'm like, yeah, did you, Byron? And then he goes, did you, Nick? And I'm like, yeah, Nick. <laughs> yeah. I was really, really I easily like, manipulated by both know. of them. Could have been yeah. either. <laughs> I, I had no idea. And especially because I didn't think it was Byron the entire time. And so no. when all of a sudden Nick is like, it's Byron. I'm like, nice try, Nick. 
Yes, same. I was like, ah, that sounds just like what a killer would say, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> but then um, everything Nick said, I'm like, mm, I don't know. That is, mm, that's interesting. Yeah. I truly was <laughs> like. Constantly turned. Same. I was just like, oh, oh, oh. He's got you there. Oh, he's, well, that's, a, that's a really good point. <laughs> For like five pages. For, it was so long. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. What's going to happen? Honestly. Well, and this isn't a testament to Richie Tankers Accusic doing a good job of like hiding it. It in fact, it was like there was nothing to show. Like it's like it's it's it one surely of my could have been anyone. Yeah, it's one of my pet peeves when like um uh, like when they reveal the killer in a story and then they're like, well, their motive was this thing that like could be true, but we have no reason to know as. Like, because there were no clues about that specific motive, you know? Mm -hmm. I I don't like... Yeah, there was nothing... Yeah. There was truly nothing to indicate anything. No. And so it's like, well, yeah, how the fuck was I supposed to know? Like, if he was actually... Like, if he showed any kind of panic about... Because that was the thing when they had this moment where she's she's like, ugh, I actually really hated this part. It was just too cheesy for me. So they're like walking in the garden or whatever. And he's he's like, yeah, it's just like really hard to be an actor. And she's like, and she like looks into his eyes and she's like, you hate it, don't you? And he's like so shocked that she would say something like that. And he's like, wow, I guess you really put your finger on it. And she's like, and she she's like thinks she's being zesty because like she's telling him he hates being an actor. And she's like, yeah, I'm sorry if I was too forward with that. And he's like, no, <laughs> wow, I'm just surprised because you're so right and you you barely even know me. And I was like, I fucking hate this. Like, <laughs> It's actually, it's like almost worse because she goes, it's not just, she's like, wow, you really hate this house. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you he's really like, hate this house, don't you? And I do. Like, wow, I do. He's like, it's Peg's house. how crazy right you are. I know. <laughs> like, how do you how do you do that? <laughs> I'm like, this isn't actually what's being written, but this is the scene. It's like, how do you do that? She's like, what? He's like, see me. <laughs> yes, exactly. Seriously, it. I I don't know if you ever just watched Too Hot to Handle. Um, it, it's basically just a bunch of really fucking shallow people, but they do this thing where they make the On guys an do. They're not allowed to touch each yeah, other yeah they're not yeah. if every time they touch each other the pot of money they stand to split gets smaller <laughs> um but like so the guys they have them do this like prototherapy thing where it's like not even really like they just like say like it's okay if you are not masculine all the time uh-huh and they're all like minds blown like they're like wow that was that was tremendous that was <laughs> life-changing and it's like, okay, it's like it's like someone who's never been to therapy before, never even like been introspective once, like and kind of a narcissist. And then you tell them something like, about themselves. As if yeah. that would yeah. do anything. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, wow, I guess it's huh, I'm just never just never thought of it that way before. Wow. It's almost like fame is a cage. Yeah. Like, yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's because you're so real that you can see it. Yeah, it's like everyone around me, they don't see it, but you, wow, (laughs) you do. It, unfortunately, when I was like 13, that kind of shit, I loved it. eating this up. And I like, like, I do also think I would have like known it was terrible, but like, I would have been so happy to lose myself in the world for a couple of hours that who cares? I unfortunately probably would not have known it was terrible (laughs) because I remember seeing Win a Date with Ted Hamilton and I, probably at that point was like 16 or something too old to be this stupid. But I remember being like, like, cause he's like, wow, a small town girl, <laughs> you work at the, what the piggly wiggly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and she's, and, and just like how ordinary she is. It's such witch fulfillment, right? Like how ordinary she is. I just love how real. Yeah. And I was like, wow. So I guess if like a movie star met me, he'd be like, wow, you're so real. Unlike all these fake Barbies that I surround myself with. Like I'm actually mm-hmm. better than those other girls because I'm so real. Mm-hmm. Even though like that movie, she ends up with whatever the fuck his name is, Topher Grace. Uh-huh. But. Well, in this movie, she ends up with the Topher Grace of this book. 
It's true. In this book, she ends up with the Topher Grace of the book. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Them being together at the end and her being like, gosh, I'm just like... Your kiss is extra special because it's like real and I like I never wanted Byron. I was like, Byron was great until it turned out he was a killer. He was much better than Nick. And you can say, I really fell for Byron until it turned out that yeah. he secretly was like a murderer. A fucking crazy person. Yeah. But instead, the ending is this. Cause that's the other thing. The like, verbal she sparring. Then. She looks into Nick's mischievous. <laughs> no mischievous blue eyes and saw his hand reach out and gently take hers just remember he said quietly i'm no byron slater okay miranda fixed him with a solemn stare i don't want a byron slater and you know something i don't think i ever did nick don't have to say that part he leaned Shut over up. and touched her gently on the cheek and then he kissed her real miranda thought real and sincere and genuine just like nick just Ew. perfect Ew. Like, nick was like a like sleaze yeah and like what was up with him traipsing around in a literal cape oh my god he wanted to go on a hike in the hollywood hills in a literal red cape i that is some i i I don't know why but it's giving me like what is what is a boy version of Manny Pix- Manic Pixie Dream Girl? You know what yes. I mean? Like that kind like of guy like that's like, it's a, it's like yeah, where it's like, oh my god, I'm so like, I'm so crazy, I'm so random. I just, spirit. I'm just myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm just like so real. There was a, I just like don't even care what people think so much you know, that I'm literally wearing a fucking cape. I know that this is like possibly mean because like I think they're experiencing some kind of mental break, but I do want to make the comparison to uh, Ezra Miller Ezra like Miller. Hold, holding Hawaii hostage because like <laughs> terrorizing the entire island, they're terrorizing the entire island of Hawaii. There was someone that like someone Whichever tweeted he resides they reside on uh, the yeah, yeah the there was someone that tweeted. And it was very funny where they called Ezra Miller the they them Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but like yeah, Ezra I, Miller, I don't know what's going on with them. I don't know either. It's like sad and weird. I do think that there is more violence ahead. Unfortunately, it just seems very unhinged. I just don't know why. They why are they like walking out. around free? Yeah. <laughs> Not that like, I'm saying imprison them, but like, wh- who who's doing something about this? There's because literally that video of like a they like, are terrorizing watch out for, for for Ezra Miller, and then pan over and Ezra Miller's there. <laughs> There's like a news broadcast that's like Ezra Miller attacked a woman with a chair, and then like you pan over and Ezra Miller is drinking a beer at the place. <laughs> I'm like, what's happening? (laughs) Why is if you've assaulted multiple people, multiple people, why aren't you in jail? Yeah, what's going on over there? I don't know. I guess they just keep, you know, bailing themselves, making bail. But like, what you shouldn't be able to make bail if you, when you get out, you keep attacking people. (laughs) I know, I know. You know, fool me once, fool me twice, because now this is chair once at karaoke. Yeah, once, (laughs) once. Hit me with a chair at karaoke twice. Shame on the law. Shame on, uh, yeah. As the saying goes. Yeah. It's, but th- that's the, like. But yes, I, it's like traipsing around yeah. Los Angeles in a cape. Can you imagine? It's a sign of something. You're just trying to get like your morning hike in and you're like. You're, just, you're in Runyon Canyon. Yeah, you're, you're, you're just doing Runyon and you're like, I just want to get, I want to get done before the sun gets strong, you know? Uh-huh. And you're like, I just I'm just trying to get this done. And I've got a full day ahead of me. I'm just I'm just trying to like live my life. And then you see this motherfucker in a fucking cape. You're like, okay. Where's it's your very fucking like Yeah. Iguana pet that lives on your shoulder. <laughs> yes. It's very main character syndrome. Yes. Like, oh my God, I'm so like, like fun I don't even Miranda. care about how famous my friend is. Look at me in a cape. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, and he's yeah, like climbing. You're fine. I'm sure you're doing fine. He's like he's like climbing all over the outside of the house too. Like he mm-hmm. climbs on her balcony. So he's like calm down. Parkouring all over the place in his red cape. It's just like it's so exhausting. Okay, mm-hmm. what would you do? You're on your third date with someone and mm-hmm. things are going pretty good and he like wants to go on a hike with you and run you in Runyon while he's wearing a red cape. Like what do you do you go? <laughs> like yes, what do you do? I get, but I let that be like the first warning sign. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's logged. Yeah, it's getting logged. And you're I sharing go, like your location logged. with me, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I probably go too, but I like honestly that might be the last time we hang out because like there's it's certain like, things I cannot all, abide. What I think for me, it would be like, okay, well, everything hinges on our next interaction yes. now. Yes. One like, more like weird slide, thing. Like, yeah. Everything hinges on our next date. Yeah. And then the next and day show is- up to that in like full medical scrubs or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or he's like, he shows up and he's like, <laughs> the next day he's like, I've got a great idea. We're going to go 10 miles without walking on any roads. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it, it, like no, I'm, I'm totally not. stealing that idea from, there was this YouTube video that, um, that Micah was watching the other day. That was this guy going, attempting to travel 10 miles. And he lives in England. Uh-huh. without walking on any roads so it's a lot of him like what? yeah like climbing around things or like being in um like being in like drainage ditches and stuff um <laughs> and it's it's very funny hearing a british person do it because he's just big here he i and that's the other thing is like he'll comment that shit looks like disgusting or like totally gross or he doesn't want to go through it and even that shit is like nicer looking than like here like he'll be like oh this is a really disgusting like like brook and it's it's like wow maybe a a little bit dirty but like (laughs) there's greenery all around i'm like i don't know this seems like nicer than like most of what like have you seen the la river buddy okay (laughs) um but he it's very funny like just hearing like his britishisms like when he's he does come across some pretty nasty stuff like he found these like buckets (laughs) that had like disgusting water and he just kept calling them buckets of horrible water which was very funny and um there was another thing that oh it's he just kept saying oh this is not very nice for things that like he like (laughs) fell into like a bramble bush and like oh a bag of dog shit fell on his head (laughs) because he was like climbing down these brambles that were on the side of a road and like you know people sometimes just throw like little doggy do bags wherever uh-huh. And I guess it was like on the top of a bramble and it just like God, fell down sucks. and fell on his head. <laughs> but it's very weird. Um, he normally his huh. most of his content is him doing GeoGuessr, which I'm obsessed with. What is that? Oh, my God. I think you would be really into it. Basically, it's like it plops you down on a Google Street View of like a random place. And then oh, you have to I use have- context clues to like guess where you are. Uh-huh. And he will get within like five feet sometimes. It's crazy. What? Yeah, he's so good at it. Like so good. And he does it oh, all over the world, not just England. He'll be like, okay, so like I can see right there that that sign says something. But it's like tricky because like sometimes there's like ethnic enclaves in different cities. So you'll see a mm-hmm. sign and you'll be like, oh, well, that's in Chinese or that's in like Mandarin or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he'll know. He'll be like, okay, so that's this is probably a Chinatown in like it's he's very good at it. But I didn't know that he also did stuff of him traipsing around in, in just trying not to use roads. Yeah. Yeah. And like <laughs> he for some reason wore full camo to do it. <laughs> and, and so he was like climbing around and like falling off of fences and stuff, like in this camo outfit. But I'm just picturing like a red cape. And this motherfucker being like, okay, uh-huh. I thought of like a c- cool little date for us. Yeah. I forgive all- it as content. I don't forgive it as a date. Oh, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, what are you trying to like make like a certain amount of subs? That's fine. Yeah. There's also, here's the other thing. Like I love, I love doing like interesting offbeat things, like weird things for sure. Like if someone's like, oh, I found this weird statue. Do you want to go see it? Or something like that. Sure. 
But if someone is like too intent on making it like the most original and like just like offbeat Quirky, adventure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, kill me. Like, settle down. Yeah. I don't, because I don't need, like, what we do is not representative of who you are. But some people seem to think that's the case. Because they're like, I need this person to think that I'm just like the most quirky and silly and like most random and like unique person out there. Well, it just says to me, I am really uncomfortable with how much, uh, how famous my friend is. <laughs> yes. If I have to be wearing, I have to be peacocking with a red cape. Exactly. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah. Not him. Look at me. I'm in a cape. I'm literally in a cape. I'm climbing on buildings. Me, me, me. Which is why I was fully ready to believe it was Nick. Yeah. Yeah. At least he, he was like a jerk. He was just like, he was just hitting on her too explicitly. Yes. And it wasn't. About her body. It wasn't even just like, I'm interested in you. It was like. I'm looking, I'm like lecherously looking you up and down. Yeah. And I won't give you your rap. That's yeah. some like fucking junior high shit. That's like taking someone's hat. It's yes. like the boy version of taking someone's hat. Yes. Oh God, just I'm sorry. Tiring. I just like almost barfed Very inside tiring. thinking about taking someone's hat. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> oh my God, I'm wearing your, I'm wearing your white socks hat. What? <laughs> Get it back. <laughs> Come over here. Chase me. <laughs> I'm so fun. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> exhausting. 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 Right. And that's the difference, right? Like, if it had been, because that's the other thing. I'm not saying you can never, like, be attracted to someone or think someone is hot or, like, or feel desire. Like, he, it would be one thing if he was appreciating how she looked, but the way he was doing it was like so creepy, like yeah, it's middle school like, like it's not like, wow, you look incredible. Yeah. Or and I know that this is like whatever, but like if he's like trying, he's like ashamed that he like thinks she's so hot. And well, she like, should be because she's 17. That's true. And he's like 24. And uh, just that time period formative. I'm not saying, I'm saying you can't date. I'm just saying hands off <laughs> until they are explicitly consenting. I was laughing so hard talking to just just this yeah, hands off thing is very funny to me uh, because <laughs> I, I was talking to Patrick, a friend of the show, Patrick Ellers, and he made such a funny joke because like he was what were we talking about? Oh, I I, I had to reschedule a, a same day shipping record. And I was like, well, let's just do it like in two weeks and it'll be better that way because then we'll have waited. And I was about to make an edging <laughs> joke, but then he made a like Christians waiting for marriage joke. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, I just think that's so funny, like how differently we went about that prompt. And uh -huh. he was like, well, waiting for marriage is just edging for Jesus freaks. <laughs> That's really fucking funny. I bet you if he had tweeted that, he would have maybe gone viral. Very funny. Um, and then gotten criticized for uh, slamming someone's religion. Oh, yeah. Listen, I need to delete Twitter's this fucking no tweet that I just did. Anymore. Because I literally. Oh, God. So funny. It's so funny. Out of control. It's completely out of control. <laughs> and I also have already gotten. Sincerely. Ugh. I've also already gotten someone like very upset with me for making a 9-11 joke. And I'm like, there you go. I was like, yep. Mm -hmm. You know what I should have done? Okay, so this is what I wanted to do. But I didn't do it because it was too crazy. But I I'll say it on the podcast um, because I'm in an echo chamber right now. So it's good. Uh, yes. So so the joke that I had made was because someone was like posting this like homeworky tweet of like, you know, you have an opportunity to show someone a movie that on a first date show someone a movie that like encompasses every single part of you. Like which movie is it? And I, to me, I was just like, what is this instance in which, why would I have to do this? So I heightened it and made it like, if you don't do that, like if you fail, another 9-11 happens. And unfortunately, a lot of people thought I was being serious and like- Like didn't know that you were goofing on a prompt tweet. A, a prompt tweet that already existed and was like highly viral. Yes, and like spreading like wildfire. Yeah. And so a lot of people were answering. And so eventually I was like, I commented under it. I was this like, please, please, joke. please, like, stop, 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 stop. I would never tweet something like this. Like, please stop. I'd feel really unfunny right now. 
And then someone retweeted me and was like, oh, so you used 9-11 as a joke. How crude. And I, I didn't say anything, but I wanted to quote retweet that with, well, if I didn't do it, then another 9-11 was going to happen. <laughs> but I was like, no, I can't do that. That's like, I, like <laughs> it's not going to do anything. You're never going to win with no. these people. But I was like, that would be a really funny way to respond to this person. Um, that would be the perfect, like, I'm sorry, I had to. And also, they also like, don't know, like, our continual jokes lately about, like, having to do something yeah. to prevent an international incident, yes. which we classify 9-11 as being. Yes. When also, like, I feel like as an American, I'm allowed to make a 9-11 joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a global. It, it, it was like a. Un- it was a, a shared thing. trauma. Yes. Like, I'm allowed to do that. Also, like. Also, like, who are you? Go away. Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> you don't even follow me. Are you just Googling I, 9-11? I am <laughs> like, firmly of the opinion that the only way to save society is to turn is to take away the retweet and quote tweet functions. Honestly, I so think that no one like they can't take your words in your and circle like, yeah. and gets you can like take you out of context, like <laughs> not know that you're joking, like use it for their own their own clout, their own likes. Honestly, I think continue the discourse. I think it has to be that Just like it doesn't like your end. stuff unless someone follows you, they can't see it. You know what I mean? Like the old days of like MySpace or whatever, yes. where it was like you can only see people's stuff who you're friends with. Yes, and you have to be mutual friends. Yes, because then I that's think that's we that's need good. To restrict our, I know that this is never going to happen, but we need to be able to restrict our circles. I don't want to yeah. belong to the world. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. am fine with like if somebody who follows me takes something out of context. It's like or like doesn't get my joke that's one thing but like a stranger coming in not getting my joke quote tweeting me to their followers to try to get score points off me when it's just that they didn't get my joke i'm yeah i don't want to be a part of this well yeah i I should just go private but like it should be but that should but like the settings for private should be everybody's network I you think know what that, I mean? I th- think you should be able to be a public-facing account and turn off those functions on your own tweets. So that people can just see it. I should be able but to not, disengage from yeah. the algorithm. Yeah. They're not going to do that. But no, I they're wish never they going to do that because like, that's what gives them cultural, such cultural relevance. Yeah, because there's buzz. This cultural relevance is killing us. Yeah, it's really bad. It's Thankfully, got us all fighting. It's, it's, made, it's made whole careers out of conservatives bashing yeah like vulnerable groups of people yeah whole careers are made just by somebody like being able to froth everybody up on twitter yeah take it away from them get rid of it if if only the people they follow can see them yeah they're just never gonna be able to accomplish what they want (sighs) i think social media is oh yeah i'm definitely like i've i've thankfully just this most recent issue that i've had is like the most i've used social Twitter media in a long time and yeah in a long time um and i pretty much like because because i'm just like if i want people to know things about me or if i want to say stuff to people i'll just text them mm-hmm. you know because at this point i'm like it, it's not sustainable for my mental health to like engage with like the world about bullshit on on social media also mm-hmm. i'm liking the now i don't like that you have to, but like so you know how on instagram you can do stories for just close friends oh yeah i, didn't, I don't i didn't know yeah that. i didn't really understand it until i saw that i was on someone's close friends list because like i was like why does their thing have like a green circle mm-hmm. and then so i googled it <laughs> like an old lady i was like <laughs> why does green circle instagram <laughs> and it's like oh you're on their close friends so like only people that they choose can see those stories. Yeah. And I was like, that should be though. Twitter for- isn't letting us have that. No. They it, it doesn't serve them to let no. us have that. No. Control. No. Um, anyway, it's all really fucking toxic. Yep. Um, and oh God, can you imagine someone like Nick on Twitter? He would be such a like reply He'd guy. So tiring. Ew, 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 ew. <laughs> <laughs> And then Byron's post would all be boring because they'd only be about his movies. Yeah. Yeah. No, he would just, it would be like my Twitter most of the time. <laughs> <Where> it's just <laughs> like promoting stuff that you do. 
Um, yeah, I like vowed to myself that I was only going to use it professionally. And then the ongoing animation guild negotiations had me back on it like all yeah. the fucking time. Actually, Lindsay, now that I think about it, I think he he would not. He would be doing like weird, like feeling thankful today type posts. And like, Byron? yeah. And he would do like a selfie just in front of a blank wall with just the caption, like lots to think about. And like things like that. Like Mike was showing me Christopher Lloyd's Instagram last night. Oh yeah. Which is like clearly being like managed by his wife or somebody. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's like Christopher Lloyd in a black t shirt and a necklace. And it was like something like going into Friday like dot dot dot. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. What are you talking like, about? The language of a youth. Oh my God. Here, I'll find and also, like, promoting his friend's, like, <laughs> jewelry line. What? Starting my week off in Daniel Gibbings. How do I look? <laughs> what? What? Starting my week off in Daniel Gibbings. How do I look? So it wasn't quite that bad of, like, but still, kids talk, but. Still, 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 still. Also, I think that jewelry is really fucking ugly. FYI. Hurtful. <laughs> Hurtful. I'm a hater. I am I am Daniel Gibbings. <laughs> this was your way of telling me. Was, I was just trying to promote my jewelry line. It was your soft via launch my, of my good friend Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? This is why I wouldn't be a helpful uh, famous Honda friend. dealer. <laughs> Honda Honda <laughs> helpful, helpful Honda, Honda dealer and friend. Oh, is it helpful Honda person? Helpful. Helpful Honda. I'll just Helpful Honda man, guys. <laughs> Help, helpful Honda man dealers. Yeah, helpful Honda dealers. That's their phrasing. You know when it's like this guy hasn't seen his brother in like fucking twenty years. <laughs> so we walked up. So we sent some helpful Honda dealers up to him in a park, and one of them was his brother. <laughs> Bye Honda. You know that confusing Honda ad campaign. <laughs> Or <laughs> it's like this mom can't afford to put diapers on her baby's butts, so we sent our helpful Honda dealers into a grocery store to buy her some groceries. Yeah, buy Honda. Yeah. We're so helpful. Do they also give them cars? Like, no. <laughs> I feel like the Maybe? number one thing they should do is give someone a car because, like, they have a lot of cars. Explore how the helpful Honda dealers are giving back to SoCal. It's our job to be helpful. Helpful pet adoptions. No, it's just like they're like, bless you. Thank you. They help you adopt a pet. Spreading the love. Everyone deserves a little extra love in February. And this holiday season, SoCal Helpful Honda helped spread that love with beautiful flowers and extra special wedding surprises. Our Helpful Honda team ventured out to local courthouses and chapels across Southern California to amaze newlyweds with an extra special wedding present. Is it a car? No, it's like. It's flowers? Flowers and. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm. If if a helpful Honda person, helpful Honda dealer approached me and they gave me anything but a car, <laughs> I would be like, what are you doing? Like, it is. The- to kick off Cupid's Day, we stationed the guys in blue what at courthouses and chapels. Instead of Valentine's Day. Courthouses and chapels around SoCal, including the Riverside Courthouse and the cute little wedding chapel in Long Beach. We began our search for the lucky couples and passed out roses along the way to make sure everyone felt loved. Ew, I'm sorry, but a helpful Honda person hands me a rose. If I would you're be handing like, me anything but a fucking car key, get yeah, out of my face. <laughs> get out of my face. Like that is th- that is such like humiliate abject humiliation for do you know the the hope that would be rising in my chest as a, I see a helpful Honda dealer approach me and then they hand me a rose and that's it? Well, now you know. Now that I've introduced you to the concept, you know that helpful Honda dealers do anything but give you a car. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay, good to know. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that was starstruck. So that was starstruck. (laughs) Stay off social media and beware the helpful Honda dealers. (laughs) Beware, beware. Um, Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We really, really appreciate you. and a very special thank you to our uh, Patreon listeners. Uh, you help keep us alive. Patreon.com slash Teen Creeps. We've got a lot of really cool stuff for you. Um, and a special shout out 
to our Patreon producers. Thank you, Aaron Fernandez. Adam Howitz. Amanda Kay. Amanda Nangle. Amy T. Ann Dwyer. Brian Petty II. Caitlin L. Carrie Ham. Claire Moore. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana. Danny B. Drew Waranis. Ellie Lagos. Emma. Emma M. Aaron B. Gabriela Santiago. Gianna Fernandez. Gwendolyn Ludovic. Jason H. Jeremy Kronk. Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicic. Jessica Smith-Harper. Jessica Yu. Jonathan Venable. Sersha Descaro. Karen Lewis. Kat Miller. Katie Lilly. Katie Olsner. Keith Anderson. Kelly Burns. Carrie N. Kodiak Siegel. Landry Desmond. Larry Nguyen. Laura Hooper. Mary N. Megan Lozier. Melody. Micah Eunice. Miguel Camacho. Miranda Hester. Molly G. Molly Marks. Noah Spargo. Rachel Bessert. Randy Klett. Rebecca Goss. Rogue Kalahua. Sarah Wallen. Sasha Gibson. Sylvie T. Tristan Buckner. Victoria Beck. Victoria Gray. And Victoria Valdez. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. And we're not telling you what we're reading no. next week because we haven't read it yet. And we don't trust ourselves to stay on schedule. Hee hee. Hee hee. We love you. <laughs> Thank you for listening again. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, keep it creepy. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.